Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. It is Travis Rogers, Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is on for your Thursday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. It is a good day, Al. There are so many things that we need to do. We've got the NCAA tournament is taking place. Uh, we've got uh, Vaughn Miller leaving. We've got Freddie Freeman coming. We've got the Lakers putting together a performance last night that was somewhere between hilarious and pathetic. I can't quite decide which of those two things it was. And, 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 ask Taylor. I mean, what what more what, right. what could you ask for on a Thursday? You know what? I actually, not going to lie here, I, I kind of forgot about that. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm back in it. I saw some this morning. I saw some this morning where people yeah. were already throwing questions out to Taylor. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. We got that today. I got to make sure that I got a good one, too. I got a couple that I'm working on that I'm going to refine by the time we get to Are you workshopping it? Like, you know how comedians will go out on the road before they record their special, and they'll yep. just they'll, they'll try out different phrasings and sure. different emphases and things like that? Are you workshopping? I'm, uh, I've already delivered a couple times in front of the mirror, like a couple <laughs> different ones. And nice. Now we're narrowing it. I, I started with 14. I'm down to 12. Have we have we started getting to the point of the day? What time is it? It is almost ten o'clock exactly. Ten. Um, yep. Little couple, few seconds after ten o'clock. Have we? We're what? Let's see. This is the first half of Colorado State, Michigan. So we're about an hour and a half away from my bracket's totally screwed. I mean, my bracket's totally screwed. I mean, Michigan State. They, they, they you know, they, just please skip me with that. Can can we just all agree that Travis doesn't want any of that? Because I can't. I don't know how to say this. I really don't care. I don't think anybody cares. I think there was I think there was a time where that was listen, I'm sure Vegas right now is cranking and there's sure. people at every sports book and I'm sure the money's flowing and I'm sure these, you know, two and a half weeks, three weeks of the tournament they have, it, it's it just it, to me it doesn't have the same allure that it used to. Now four forty five, San Diego State University taking I'm on in. Creighton, that's a that's a different topic, that's yeah. a different story. But the moment that your school's out, eh, no, yeah. I'm 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 pulling for your Aztecs. I, I you, genuinely am. I'm getting that means on board a lot with to that. Right there. I, Thank you. I root for the California teams when the Gauchos aren't in. I'm pulling for Fullerton to beat Duke. I'm pulling for San Diego State, SC, UCLA. I'm I'm all in. St. Fullerton? Mary's is How in cool the tournament. Is that? That's right. Yeah, Fullerton yep. playing Duke. I'm sure that Duke knew exactly who Cal State. We're doing. We're playing who now? What? 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 <laughs> who? Oh, Ful- Fuller Fullerton. That's a place. I'm sure that was some Is sort of baseball team coming out. Or? Yeah, I was going to say we don't have to play him in baseball, right? Because that would be a problem. The rest of this, I think we've got it locked down pretty good. And I didn't even mention, Slee, it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I didn't even mention that it's St. Patrick's you have Day. A it's full a full freaking green suit on. Look at you. Yeah, and a, and a, and a little Tamashooter hat that's jauntily placed on the side of my head. Uh, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know if people know this about Trav, but he's huge on everything. I mean, Fourth of July, it's basically one American flag that he. I'm puts dressed on. like Uncle Sam. I've got the top, uh, the top hat, the whole thing, the white beard. But St. Patrick's Day, this is your, this is this is your day. This mm-hmm. is your day. So uh, the, these holidays are kind of a trip. Like, I, they're let, let's be honest. They, I, I don't. I, I will be very honest. I don't know why St. Patrick's St. Patrick's Day was probably a religious thing at some point that has now morphed into let's get messed up on green yep. beer and corned beef. I, I don't know how we went from one thing to the next, but that's what it's about now. I don't think Cinco de Mayo are, is just a, a complete it's a chance mess. to go drink tequila. Yeah, and everybody tacos. just wants to get completely hammered. Mardi Gras. It's all yep, yeah, go to all of them. Do you guys see the theme? There's a theme here. Get completely hammered. God hey, which, leads to drinking. Yeah, which saint uh, had uh, d- did the thing on this day? Okay, yeah, no, that means that's the tequila holiday, or is that the Guinness holiday? Is that the uh, is that the red wine holiday, or is that the gin holiday? It's just that these are these things kind of all mixed together. I are you going to do a St. Patrick's thing? Are you going to go have a pint somewhere? I'll tell you, and, I'm going to tell, exactly tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Four forty-five. I'll have some wings ready. We'll be set up shop right here at the uh, at the casa. Uh, rookie will probably want to have. It will be a fight to just have my wings in peace. <laughs> and I'm gonna watch the Aztecs play, and then we'll see what happens from there. Do you put a few drops of green food coloring in rookie's water or something just 100%. to get him in the spirit? Oh just to yeah, everybody get everything cranked this up. This is our day, life. man. This is our day. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it. W- I mean, what a day yesterday! It, it finally happened, right? It finally happened that Freddie Freeman is going to come to the Dodgers. The Dodgers give him a big deal, uh, six years, high average annual value. Um, kind of not unlike what you were suggesting yesterday. Now, maybe they extend themselves a little bit, and I say, you know, Dodgers typically don't like to give long term deals. They they did give a long term deal. This this is going to carry Freddie Freeman through his age thirty eight season. Um, it's. I love it. I, I love it because he's a great player. He's a great leader. I think he adds to an incredible dimension to their lineup. But I was surprised to see them go as deep as they did on the terms. So let, let me let me throw this your way. If, let's just say, hypothetically, you saw those terms and it was a different team, I, I'm curious to know how much your mindset would change. So if I told you, hey, the Angels just went out there and signed Freddie Freeman to a six-year deal, $162 million, what what would you think in your head? Well, I, I'm glad you picked the Angels because I think that's important, right? I think it depends. I don't know if it's just I'll, I'll throw a different team out there, but I okay. want to start with the Angels. Yeah, no, if the Angels did it, I'd be laughing. I, I'd be because the, that's same term, the same deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because and and, no, and it has nothing to do with Freddie Freeman, who I think sure. is terrific. Yep. I think he's and I'm thrilled that he's a Dodger. Mm-hmm. But the Angels have a history of doing really crazy things that work out really terribly, right? So, Long, Long-term deals for yep. players who are past their prime, and then and avoiding get worse. pitching and avoiding yeah. pitching, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So the Angels are kind of an interesting. But I just, if the Padres had done it, I well, would say, uh, okay. so th- let me yeah. say this. So basically, what you're saying is, the franchise of the Angels, you're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt, they right? Haven't so earned it. you put the Dodgers, it, you take the same term that the Dodgers just signed Freddie Freeman for. I told you that the Angels signed that exact same deal. You say it's a joke, correct? I would be incredibly skeptical that it will work out in their favor. Let's say, hypothetically, let me throw out another team. We'll stay in the division. You just mentioned him. Let's say the Padres signed Freddie Freeman to a six-year, $162 million deal. What would you think? I would think that they had no choice. 
I would think that the only way you're going to get him is by giving him a term that's a little bit beyond where you would probably like to go. But I kind of like it because that's the only way you're going to get a player like that. It's the only way you're going to get him to come to your organization. Do you want to be in the mix or no? Exactly right. That's kind of the question. If we want to do it, we got to do it. And the only way we get him, where if if the market was four, we had to go to six. It was our only chance to do it. So let's take a shot. We got Tatis. We got Machado. Let's make a rip. Let's go do it. So that would have been my reaction with San Diego. So, so this is why I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting because the Dodgers, I, I do agree with you. I think this goes against a little bit of the grain. This mm-hmm. is not what the Dodgers typically do. Now, with that being said, six years, $162 million. And we're going to get into just how ridiculous and how stacked the Dodgers lineup is. By the way, without Freeman, they had a pretty damn good lineup. Now you're they were the favorites adding... to win the World Series before they signed for. Is that Freeman. good? Is that, <laughs> is that is that supposed to be a good thing? Seems but, good to me. Okay, so so you see the Dodgers. Um, now that we kind of flushed out a couple of teams, I know you're excited. I know Dodger Thrilled. fans are excited, but just I'm curious. What do you think of the term, the deal? How long? Thirty-eight years old. Yeah. So okay. I want to I want to go to the Lakers and the Rams here for a second before I answer the question about the Dodgers. Okay. When the Rams have made decisions that are bold, that are aggressive, you say, oh, okay, but for the most part, most of them have worked out. When the Lakers have made some decisions to go big, to go bold, it's a bit of a mixed bag, right? You, some of them have been hit. Some of them have been catastrophes. We'll see. The Dodgers have almost not missed. Tre- Trevor Bauer is a super complicated one. We'll, we'll, we'll try to put that into some context along the way as well. But Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers have done the thing that I think is incredibly hard to do. They've earned the benefit of the doubt in pro sports. They've earned the benefit of, yeah, I don't on, on the surface of it, I don't know if I love it, but if he likes it, I'm willing to see how this thing plans out. If he thinks it's a good, if Andrew Friedman likes the idea of Freddie Freeman as a 38-year-old on his roster, I, I like it too. And because just about everything he's tried has worked out. That if he if he, he's done the math more than I have. So if he likes it, I love it. So that's why when they did, I like on first blush, like, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. But yeah. if Andrew Friedman likes it, I'm in. I love it. So I'm, I'm going to give – my honest opinion on it, it's definitely more years than I thought they were going to give him. It's definitely more money than I thought they were going to give him. Money just being the, I think the per year you pay less attention to, you pay more attention to how many years is it, right? Like we've seen the Dodgers, part of their strategy is let us give you less years, but damn, are we going to take care of you in those four years that you're a Dodger, whatever the case is. I know Mookie Betts, is, uh, that's an outlier. That's yeah. that's a different story, but that's a, and, a and franchise. Yeah, it's a franchise player that I think his contract, what he signed, 13 years? Was it 12 mm-hmm. or 13? I think it was 13. Well, he'll be 39, so it just shows when they signed him, how young. By the way, if, by the time he's 35, is there a, a, a likelihood that you could potentially move out of that contract? Of course there is. And, so. and, and the money five years from now, eight years from now, may feel very different. That, as weird it as it does, sounds, it is 30 today. million may be a bargain at that yep. point. So the reason why I set it up that way, still think it's the right move, right? Yeah. Like if, if I tell you that I think six years is too many years, I still think it's the right move. And, and there's something that this Dodger team has done. Trav, you never know when the, the window is going to end. You just never know. You know, and as good as the Dodgers have been, as great as they've run their organization, it's an outlier to be this, this successful for this long. It's not normal in sports 
to be this sustainable for this many years. And the fact that they're still looking at their situation, their predicament. Remember when the Dodgers sold? What they sell for? Two billion? Something, something like, like that. that. Over okay. two. I think it was like two and two and change. The change being two hundred million. <laughs> let's say let's let's say that was ten years ago because it was yeah. right around that time frame. They're probably worth four billion now. Probably. Okay? So so I I, I I the only reason why I set it up that way is it's not a franchise. A they're making money. B they're putting out the absolute best best product that if you're a fan of the Dodgers you should appreciate respect what they're putting out every single night. And C they could go out there and make moves like this because you know what it could cash in on. Another World Series, and nobody yep. cares about the money after that. So, And nobody really, I think, is paying attention to the terms after that as well. So speaking of the terms after that as well, you cash in a World Series. Vaughn Miller didn't get a World Series, but he did get another Super Bowl. He is now a Buffalo Bill. What does that look like for the Rams? Because it's not just a football thing. There's a whole other thing that happened earlier in the week that goes together with what happened with Vaughn Miller right now. Those two things together big question for the Rams. That's coming up next. It's ESPN Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Trav and Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. See, this is why the tournament is kind of sneaky. Right, like I got uh, South Dakota State, huge fan of the Jackrabbits against Providence going on right now, and I was watching a little bit during the break there, and I've seen two like circus layups go in, and now I'm fully invested because <laughs> now I want South Dakota State to beat Providence, which they won't, but uh, at least for a couple of minutes they had my full attention. Yeah, South Dakota State, the point guard, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Him. He's uh, very good. Minutes. Yeah, and he's uh, you know he's like we've talked about before, just great ball handling. Great ball handling. <laughs> and the, the, the way that he sit, runs the offense, he's just yep. got complete control of the team. It's very, very exciting. I want to go back to one other thing, too, the ball handling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's uh, 29-23, the Providence, I think they're the Friars, against the Jackrabbits, the yes. 13th yeah. seed. Yeah, so, take the uh, there you go. Midwest one. round one, Slee. I know that you had your eye on the Midwest, so we'll uh, we'll keep you abreast of everything that's going on uh, in the Midwest regional. I am excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm pulling yeah. for your Aztecs. That's coming up later today. My daughter's a student at, at San Diego State, so I am I am all in on state. Do do you know a single player on their team? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I have really become a an awful awful fan. Like from a basketball SESU basketball perspective, uh-huh. I almost feel bad. Like when you put me out on the spot like that, it makes me want to go study everything, like the entire <laughs> roster. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that won't happen. You'll get over it in uh, what is it now? It's ten eighteen. You'll be over remember, it by ten twenty. Do you remember Malachi Flynn? Does that name Gabella? The, the name does because it's an unusual name. Okay, so he was in the tournament a couple years ago, and Lakers played Raptors a couple days ago, right? Oh, they right. Play him on Monday, they play him tomorrow. He's with the Toronto Raptors. I'm like, oh, okay, we got an Aztec right there. But, no, I am I should know more. 
I don't, don't know enough. Don't forget, Ask Taylor. We're going to do it at a, a little bit of a different time. We're still going to do Hey, Did You See at 1045. But Ask Taylor is coming up at 1215. Uh, you don't need to call right now, but if you'd like to call, 877-710-ESPN. When we get to it, I've got, not going to lie, Taylor, people have a lot of questions for you coming up because I, I have a full queue of Ask Taylors. Even if we did it like now, I, I'd be ready to go. Are you, line, are you ready? The phone lines are lighting up, too. It's just <laughs> insane. They can't wait. Speaking wanna, of the – There's a lot the, going on today. I mean, if you guys want to put it off. No, now see, now now I'm even more committed to it. That the second I get a little resistance, said that. I'm going to double your worst. Give me your worst. <laughs> now I'm I am all in, all over again. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We were talking Freddie Freeman, Slee, and I should have Matt give Bradley. Him... Just heads up, I should have known Matt Bradley from San Diego State. That's on me, guys. That's yeah, you should have. He's That's very important to the, what they do, both offensively and defensively. No, he's you know, actually he's a, a really good player. I should have. I'm, I'm sure he is. Look, I'm sure there's um, there's dozens of good players. I just don't know who they are, which makes it a little little less exciting to get into the tournament. Freddie Freeman, six years, $162 million. It is a long term. He is 32 years old. It is a, a, a deal that typically the Dodgers have wanted to go shorter term, higher dollar, but they kind of did it a little bit differently here. Let's try our first phone call. Uh, L.A. and Rob. Rob, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Rob? Look, Pujols just played a, a pretty pivotal role in the Dodgers this past year, and he was four, what, three years older than Freddie Freeman will be at the end of his contract. Um, also, as far as Bauer goes, you know what? Let's let's move on. Let's get him back on the team and, and let's get going. All right, Rob. Couple of things here. Let, let's do the last thing first. The Trevor Bauer situation is complicated, right? Slee, I, I don't know what other word to throw in there. He's very likely to get suspended from by Major League Baseball. He's I think that's under, what the Dodgers are waiting on here. What the first move that that Major League Baseball makes? Right. So they have to figure out that. They have to figure out his contractual situation. They have to figure out whether they want him back, whether they want the PR hit that comes along with probably bringing him back. they got to see what the market could be like if they could move him, if they could negotiate. It's, it's a very muddy, complicated piece, so I don't know how that's going to shake out. I still would be shocked if he pitched for the Dodgers. I agree. I, I would be I shocked if mm-hmm. he did. Um, Rob, let me help you with something here. Using Albert Pujols as the guy as a good example to extend somebody deep into their career is not a good move. Albert Pujols is the poster child for why long-term deals for old players are a bad idea. He had a good few months for the Dodgers. He did. I agree with you. He also had eight really, really substandard years for the Angels. So this is, this is what I mean. He is. That's what you don't want. You do not want an Albert Pujols-type deal where – all of the good play is in the rearview mirror. Now, he's still functional. He's still okay, but you're paying a premium dollar for a middle-of-the-road player. He's the he's the cautionary tale. He's not the example you want to use as to, hey, it worked out for Alba Pools. That's a bad move by you, Rob. Sorry. By the way, and, and this is, you know, I, I think those who know Freddie Freeman, what he's done over the years, I, I think it's interesting to look at, all right, he's already in. He's already a World Series champion, a five-time All-Star. He's won, I think, a Gold Glove winner as well. I mean, the guy is an MVP. The guy has been – his resume is there. And I think when all of a sudden you get on this Dodgers, you look go look at that lineup, and there's a lot of articles right now saying, is this the best Dodger lineup of all time when you're looking at it from an offensive perspective, top all the way to bottom? It's not like they are depending on one player. That's what makes the Dodgers so dangerous. It's – 
you know, you try to get out. It, it's, it's a perfect example. You, you're kind of paying attention to the postseason last year. It's like you went through Trey Turner and then you went through Seager, and it's like now, or or let's say you went through Mookie and Trey Turner, and so you look at the line, and we still got to go through all three, four more guys, and if, if Cody Bellinger is playing just halfway decent, and we'll see how they use Gavin Lux, and oh yeah, there's Justin Turner and Max Muncy. Everywhere you turn, it's incredibly difficult. It's going to be such a challenge for a lot of these teams to get through it, and I think that Freddie Freeman didn't go to a team where everything is on his shoulders. He's no. just another piece of an all-star lineup is what you can call it. So, I, I but I, I'm with you on the poll. So that's not the best example. To have he, he, here's the deal. It, I love this Dodger team already because it is filled with great players and it is filled with guys that are easy to root for. Is there an easier player to root for than Mookie Betts? Is there an easier player to root Chris for than Taylor. Freddie Freeman, Chris Taylor? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're just it's Justin Turner. Like, are, are there these guys are just incredibly likable, hardworking, really talented guys? And, and to your point, you're, you're kind of going through the lineup out. The odds of all nine of the, and by the way, it's nine now. Before, at least you got to pitch to Walker Bueller. You don't get to pitch to him anymore, yep. right? Instead, you got to pitch to AJ Pollock or you got to pitch to Max Muncie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so good, enjoy that. Gavin um, Lux is way in. Yep. Right, Gavin Lux is in there too. I love it, and when they win the World Series, if they win the World Series, I will be at the parade waving my shirt over my head, having a a grand old time. You can't have half the good players in Major League Baseball on one team. It's just it's just not good. I I I I'm so conflicted, Slee, because I love it personally. I yeah. love it for my my own personal turning on the Dodger game every night is going to be awesome because they're going to kick a whole bunch of teams' butts. I'm looking forward to it, but. Part of what makes sports fun is I don't know exactly what's going to happen. There has to be a chance you could lose. The reason I don't want to watch the Globetrotters is because it's not a competition. It's a a show. I want competition, and I don't know if this is the best competition we can get. So let me me take a step back here for a second, because I think that is a very interesting perspective for someone like you to have. When you're here in L.A., you're obviously a diehard Dodger fan. Look, I'm not saying they should veto the deal. Let me, let me be very clear. I know I'm, you're not. I'm but thrilled what, but what you're, here. But what you're saying is you're, in a sense, looking out for the sport. Hey, is this good for baseball? Just let, let's take the sport in general, right? You got um, how many teams before the season starts are going to say to themselves, yeah, we have absolutely no shot Two-thirds. of hanging with any of these teams, specifically a team like the Dodgers. And then take the teams that actually do have a shot that you think are in the mix. How do you beat the Dodgers in a, you know, obviously in a set or whatever the case mm-hmm. is? And I know the structure of the playoffs is going to be a little bit different this year. It's a fair question to ask. I, I'm with you. By the way, I, I'm with you. I, and, you know, you can't hate the player, hate the game. The Dodgers hey. are doing exactly what they should do when you're a big market that can take advantage of your resources, that could take advantage of the revenue that's coming in. And one of the... One of the most ridiculous combinations that the Dodgers have, which is what makes this whole thing unfair, you can't be competent and smart and, you know, if you're worth a billion dollars, you shouldn't be shopping at at TJ Maxx and Nordstrom Rack. You don't have to. And I feel like the Dodgers, they are so smart with their money and they are so uh, calculated with every move that they make and they have all the money in the world and it's that combination that really kind of separates the Dodgers from a lot of these other teams because we have been shown in sports you can't just win with money 
but right. damn, can it help you? Right? Yeah. Like it can well, help you get where you want to get to. And on top of that, the Dodgers <laughs> are run really well. Okay, this is this is George Clooney, right? The Dod- the Dodgers are handsome. They're smart. They're talented. They're interesting. They're funny. They're 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 a good hang. Guys like them. Women like them. Like everybody's in, right? The, that's what they have. You're not supposed to have the deepest pockets, the smartest guys, a the, good the, personality, the, the perfect location, the guy that's saying the best jokes at the party. You can't do it all here. They shop at Walmart and at Tiffany. You know what I mean? They, they, they've they've got the whole thing figured out. This is this is pro sports' worst nightmare. The guy that has more money than everybody else is also way smarter than you, yeah. and he's not just going to just buy everything because, they, like you said, that doesn't work. You have to build, be able to build a team. He knows how to do that better than you. He knows right. how to identify players better than you. He knows how to draft players better than you. He knows how to develop players better than you. And in the occasion that maybe, you know what I need? I need a starting pitcher and a shortstop. Give me your two guys. And I'll, I'm just going to take them from you because you can't afford to pay him moving forward. I got prospects that will allow you to sell this to you. It, it's everybody's worst. You can't compete with it. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to win the World Series every it year. Doesn't. But it doesn't. It doesn't guarantee it. It is impossible to compete with that. That's why they are where they are, mm-hmm. and that's why th- this thing really doesn't appear to be headed to – let me use a quick example here before we move – and we'll, well, this will kind of set us up for the next thing. The RAM window is open, but you can see the end of it, right? You can see what's coming. When Aaron Donald is no longer Aaron Donald, when Cooper Cup gets a little bit older, when Matthew Stafford gets – it's like, okay, we gotta we got to retool this thing and build it on – there is no window for the Dodgers. It's like a house that's been framed. It's wide open, and it's beautiful, and it's in a great neighborhood. It's, it's just there is no end in sight for this. Let's do this. Let's uh, When we come back, I'm going to throw out the phone number. Let Dodger fans react to, obviously, the big news for the Dodgers, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, Dodgers fan, what do you think of the move? Do you like the terms of the deal? Is this bad for baseball? Some of the stuff that Travis was just uh, mentioning as well. 877-710-ESPN. We'll do all that coming up next. Travis and Sliwa Show on 710-ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. little sweet George Brownsley, little Dodger baseball. Who's the Washington Generals? Is it the Mariners? Is it the uh, Florida Marlins? Who, who, who fills that role as the guy that gets hit with the bucket of confetti? I need to know who that is. Marlins. You know, Marlins feel, feel about yeah, right. Yeah, Marlins, that's a good one. 
Uh, speaking of uh, the Washington Generals, Lakers looked good last night. I, I, I really enjoyed their competitive spirit that they, that they brought to the event last night. That Here's how I know it was bad. You sent me a text uh, yesterday afternoon, evening. You're like, Trav, you have to see this. And it was just some unbelievably bad basketball. Yeah, they the clip I sent you, it's like, guys, there's there's cameras on you, you know? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding, Trav. I mean, they look so. They made a run. They were down 25. They made a run. Cut it to set. It's the same thing. Over the last three games, before you blink, by the end of the first quarter, you're down double digits. Mm-hmm. Then they'll make some kind of a run at some point. But the reality is, you're never in the game. You're never. The the game is never in jeopardy. And Minnesota, you know, we get into this a little bit later, but yeah. Timberwolves were, uh, let's just say they were feeling really good about themselves. They were themselves. a little chippy. They, yeah, they, they, they were, were a little, little chippy. A little happy. Well, then the Lakers made it really easy for them to be chippy. Just by, put up a but, banner. <laughs> well, if the banner was for we just played against the team that cares the less, the least, then it's a good banner to hang because they're right. I don't know if I've ever seen an NBA team with, with some good players mm-hmm. care less. That, that was a performance that was – well, Come that on, one fellas. wasn't as bad as last couple. So, I mean, are you sure? Against, uh, yeah, trust I me. I mean, are you trust sure? Me. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I there was I, some there was some moments that looked decent, but I'm a, I'm a the guy. Effort, I'm, oh. I'm a guy. I'm a guy that questions the effort more than anything else. Remember, we did this. We're like, hey, how many guys have they had? Admit it during the post game show. Malik yeah. Monk was the most recent. Russ has done it. Dwight has done it. They've had some other games where I questioned it more. Ooh. Uh, but this is yeah, that's eleven losses in a row on the road. Six of their next seven are on the road. So, if 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 only Taylor Sacramento Kings can get a win every <laughs> four games, hey, save it for Ask they Taylor. might not even be in the playing we, tournament. By the way, just not to not to give away the store, but we have some Sacramento Kings questions for Ask Taylor coming up at twelve fifteen. If you want to send them to me uh, at Travis Rogers, you can hashtag them Ask Taylor. And I will find them. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Uh, we're talking a lot so far about Freddie Freeman's lease. Six years, $162 million. I love it. I, I love Freddie Freeman, his his leadership. Speaking of leadership, kind of all over the place right now, Slee. Andrew Whitworth is going to join us tomorrow. 10-20 tomorrow morning. Uh, retired fantastic. Rams left tackle Andrew Whitworth. Um, the, the, leadership that, I just, the leadership that Freddie Freeman is going to bring to a team that already has a pretty good core of guys – Mookie Betts is a leader. Justin Clay Turner Kershaw. is a leader. Kershaw is a leader. They've got so many of these guys, and I, I've never been so conflicted about something in my life where I love it because I want my team to win the World Series, mm-hmm. but I also see it for what it is, which is the vast majority of teams in Major League Baseball, we haven't thrown a pitch yet, and they're out of it. That's that's just unhealthy for the game. Yeah, and I, by the way, I don't know if anything's going to change here in the near future. And you, you and I have gone through this conversation before, even before today, right? Like even before – the well this is where the position Dodgers are in today last season we we're kind of making a similar argument they run so well that the athletic put up teams with the best prospects in all of major league baseball do you know where Dodgers were in that probably in the top two or three they were number one yeah yeah this is the athletics I don't know how long ago the article was but obviously they're looking at the teams right now they were number one this is the combination I'm talking about that you it shouldn't be like this. The number one in prospects supposed to be that small market team where that's all they depend on is our prospects are going to be the difference of us potentially making a run at some point. The Dodgers, unlimited resources, one of the biggest markets obviously in the country, one of the 
proudest, most known franchises in the world of sports and obviously in baseball. And, oh, by the way, we got a lot of young guys that we can go make a trade. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about, okay, well, what about pitching for the Dodgers? Yep. You know, this is just my perspective. I don't really worry about the Dodgers for that because they're already three steps ahead of whatever you and I are thinking. Yeah. Right? So that if pitching is an issue, let, let's not pretend that the Dodgers don't know that, hey, we need some pitching. <laughs> right. They will address it. Do you think Freddie, or I should say uh, Andrew Friedman, will go, oh, guys, forgot to get some pitching. And when, you know, hey, uh, you know, like sometimes you go to the store, you'll come back, you'll unload Listen all the Listen to Travis bags. Slee and mention something about pitching. <laughs> You come, you go, okay, I got my eggs, I got my milk, I got my bread, I got my meat. I got, oh, man, I knew I was, I was supposed to get laundry detergent. I don't think that's what's happening with uh, Andrew No, it's not Andrew even Friedman. that. It's You're just walking around the grocery store without a cart. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just holding everything. What am I missing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just I, the cart. I think, I think he's got it covered. Let's uh, let's try Did Manny hang up on us, uh, Emily? All right, Manny is gone. Manny, Manny, maybe Manny wanted to go get his St. Patrick's Day started, so you never know. Okay, okay so you, you were trying to tie here a little bit of the Rams yeah. and the Dodgers together. And, by the way, I'm sure you could throw in the Lakers in this mix as well. Sure. Of organizations of trying to win today versus trying to win long term. There's windows. Les Snead said it on our show a couple of weeks ago, right, that you need to know where you are in your window. The Rams are in their championship window and have been for, what, say four or five years, right? They've been division winners. They've been in the playoffs, been in the Super Bowl a couple of times. We'll see how it moves forward. The Lakers thought that they were in a win, and now they're in a part where we got to either build a new window or we got to just start all over again. The Dodger, it's like the, those, you know, those pocket doors that you slide open and the whole side of the house opens yeah, up. Yeah, that's what the Dodgers have cooking right now. They have like a 180 degree panoramic ocean view with no doors, no structures, and it's the most beautiful house on the block. That's where they are. How, how about the deal Von Miller signed with Buffalo? How about yeah. that? Uh, you know, I good for Von Miller, good for Von Miller, but I'm not giving that guy at this point in his career. He's 33 at the end of March. Yeah, and and he plays a position where athleticism is a huge part of what it yep. is that he needs to do. So that I think that's going to fade a little bit. We'll come back to, to Vaughn here in just one second. But Manny is back. He decided to postpone his um, his St. Patrick's Day plans to come back on the Travis Lee Show. Manny in Los Angeles. Manny, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, my friend? Hey, how's it going, Travis? All right. What's up, What's going on, Manny? What do you got there, bud? The the Freddie Freeman deal, six years. Uh, he'll be he'll be great till he's thirty eight. I'm not even worried about it. He's a leader. He's a great player. He can put up stats. Um, I just hope, as far as Travis said, is it being is it unfair for the rest of the league for baseball? I don't think so. I think the Dodgers should just go out there and dominate and win. Go go ahead and win two out of three to the next you know repeat World Series because you know the narrative on the Dodgers is they had a they choke in the playoffs. Haven't won. A, they won a Mickey Mouse title. You can go out there and dominate and win, you know, go out there and become the next dynasty out there. Thanks, Manny. I, look, I hope you're right. I hope they win the next four World Series. It would be incredibly exciting. It would be incredibly fun to have the Dodgers put together a dynasty. Um, we haven't seen a dynasty in baseball really since the Yankees back yeah. in the, you know, the, the early part of the 2000s. Um, I'd love to see it. I would also like to see a, a, a some sort of system where a hand, and it's not just the Dodgers, by the way. There's, a, you know, there are other teams that have a bunch of good players. The Yankees have a lot of good players. The Red Sox have done this before. The Cubs have put together some teams where they got a million. The Atlanta Braves have a bunch of good players along the way, and you can do it a couple of different ways. But before it even starts, if I know that one team has like a one in three chance, the Dodgers, 
and that 20 teams have a zero in 8 billion chance, the other ones, I don't know how good that is. I, 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 I love it personally, but globally – Something needs to change. You can't just continue to have three, four, five good teams every year and 25 dogs. I know the NFL, we kind of go back to the NFL a lot. NFL is just a, such a good example. I, yep. and, and it's different, too, because you only play one game, so anything can happen. The Bengals were just in the freaking Super Bowl. And you know what's going to happen next year? Next year you're going to have six or seven new teams in the playoffs in the NFL. There is something exciting about that. That doesn't mean that the Patriots can't build a dynasty, but they're still kind of playing amongst the same rules as everybody else where that doesn't always uh, seem to be the case with baseball. Hey, did you see the first of two Taylor segments today? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Taylor. I know that you are probably getting ready for your uh, Ask Taylor segment that's coming up at 1215. Hashtag Ask Taylor. But we're giving you double duty, triple duty, because you got to engineer the show today. My so freaking what do you have bracket. <laughs> Ask him to do anything more. Come Did on. Did you get busted? Did I'm, you get busted? Is your bracket busted? I'm watching sleep? three games, too, at the same time. And you're watching games. Yeah, what do you got for us? Got busted. Go ahead, Tim. <laughs> All right, guys. Did you see that Netflix is testing a program that would charge users an additional $2.99 Uh-oh. for each person that they share their password with? So customers are outraged, especially after the company recently raised its monthly rate to, what, 16 bucks? I think it's even higher. Is it 16 or is it more? They're getting desperate. I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my password. Go okay. ahead. So what are your thoughts on this, guys? Are you joining me in my Netflix boycott? No. I, I, I really enjoy Netflix. Um, I do. I pay for my Netflix, so I'm not too worried about Netflix getting in on this. If other streaming services decide to implement a uh, similar technology, then maybe I'll get a little more concerned. But I, this is kind of, I would imagine this is part of their business model, right? They know that everybody that has one of these accounts is going to share it with a handful of people. And that's just that. I mean, I'm going to carry your Netflix. You carry my Amazon. Emily will pay for Hulu. And we all just kind of share them. Is that not the way that the world's supposed to work? So I'm sure this is part of their business strategy five years ago. Okay, guys, let's do it this way. Let's wait on that. We'll we'll get them in a little bit. Let's just kind of keep these profits soaring. And then at some point, we're going to add another couple of dollars. I don't know where you are with this whole Starbucks thing, but I think I'm at. At one point, it was like two twenty-five. I'm up to like three twenty-five now. <laughs> what kind of percentages are we going up here on an annual basis? Right. It does bother me. It bothers me because if you do have an account, maybe you limit how many accounts can you know use it. But to all of a sudden saying, "Hey, let's hit you for another three bucks for every person that you do it for," the sad thing is, it's a really good business strategy. The unfortunate thing is. 
it's just going to add another cost to people that already are spending how many dollars on all their streaming It's going to end friendships, too. Like, if all of a sudden my HBO Max thing gets turned off because Jay Stu got dinged for another three bucks, and I say, hey, Stu, what's the new login? Sorry, Trav, can't give it to you. Uh, i, I got to make sure these three But Come on, man, it's three bucks. Give it to me. And now we're not friends anymore. What kind of society are we living in? <laughs> One thing that I thought was interesting, too, about like the wording in which Netflix used was, like, hey, this is so that we can create better content for oh, you guys. Like, okay, no, you're just getting desperate. Oh, you your love your that. last quarter earnings were really down, and I think you're just uh, being a little desperate. Oh, we're, wait, we're raising gas prices for you. Let yeah, us we explain. Want to provide better gas for you. Yeah, no. let us explain no. why this Netflix is a good is idea. Speaking of the gas prices, Lee, I'm getting close to the point where I think I'm just going to start walking everywhere. I like I'm just I'm not going to go any, I'm not going to go anywhere that's more than a mile or two away from my house but I'm walking everywhere. Want to play golf? Put the clubs over your shoulder, walk to play golf. You want to go watch your kid play baseball? Put your shoes on and We'd walk. We'd all down be to the a park. lot healthier. We'd all be a lot healthier. Was or it 6 doll, 6 plus right now? It's bananas. Bananas. No, I give know. me my uh, give me my pirated Netflix uh come on, lighten up people. It's 2 bucks. We're already making enough. Okay, money. what if you go to In-N-Out though and you get the same soft drink for the whole table. Well, but that's how they get you. They don't need to get you. If they're giving you, you know, if you're paying 100 bucks a month, oh, you got your eyes. The radar is up on that 100 If it's a little 2.99 here and a 4.99 there, you're just like, here you go. Here you it, go. You bring up an interesting point, Taylor, about, like, the, the community drink. Like, you go to In-N-Out and everybody. But that's kind of gross, no? Like, unless you're making me touch your remote after you've touched your remote to log in, I, I, I still am going to try to steal it. I, I I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I don't know. I, I'm still going to try to do it. Two bucks Two bucks is not going to deter me at this point. As long as you can, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did you see that two high-end car repair shops in Silver Lake are in trouble for parking customers' Ferraris and Maseratis in street spots that were meant for residents? So I live next to an auto shop in the South Bay, and at certain hours, parking can kind of be scarce. A lot of my neighbors, they like to cone off their spots, and I like to move their cones and take their spots. So should you be able to cone off spots in residential neighborhoods? Okay, help me understand this. They're coning off like, is it their actual spot or no? Because if you're on, from what I understand, if you're on the street, it's, it hey, could it's be in fair game. house, but it's not necessarily their spot. Yeah, right. you can't cone it off. I, I think I, I can't remember if I told this story. There was a time in Silver Lake, I don't have a parking spot, but there's a decent amount of street parking, so you don't really have to worry about it. There was a house that this lady kept parking her car. Like, she had her – there were kind of steps to her front door, so she'd always park her car there. Now, she pulled up a little bit. There's enough space for her to pull up a little bit so then another car can fit. Well, she wasn't doing that. So every time I was like, okay, well, I'm going to park my car there then. (laughs) She was was taking up an extra spot. So it was kind of this – and one time she put a note on my car. She's like, hey, you're in front of my house – these steps lead to my driveway. I'm like, girl, this is not yours. You have right. a driveway and a parking garage. What are you talking about? This is your spot. She wanted it as her own. So, Trav, like uh, like I think somebody else who feels like they were done wrong, you better believe I, I started parking there for Amen. no reason. You know, you know what you executed, Slee? A power move. It's not a power <laughs> move. <laughs> yes, it is. No, that's it not a power move. You know what it is? is? And, I, and I respect it. 
it is it is the world telling you that uh, somebody who thinks they own something it's not theirs. That's right, I, and you, that bothers you, me a lot. That the cone thing. What the hell is that? That's why you executed a power move to let her know that you are not in charge of that spot. The universe is, and I'm going to take control for the universe. So here's my question, Emily: How many vehicles does your father currently have uh, on his property? Um, I know it's a lot. Five. Five. Okay. For, I for, need... for three drivers. For three drivers. So have him send me a couple out here. We'll, we'll work something out because I want to go around Taylor's neighborhood, and everybody that has a coned-off spot, I want to put, put a Heibel vehicle cone? in there. I want I want that. That is the rudest thing in the world. I just want to – not only is it okay for you to move the cones, Taylor – I would get other people that don't live in your community to come in and take additional spots and leave their cars there permanently. Taylor, I think you should like uh, put a beach chair out and just sit in the space. <laughs> don't even have a car parked there. Just sit in the space and take up space. Okay, so- one, one more scenario. So you say that he's got a, like an auto body shop there. Is If the auto body shop is taking up all the spots, that's not cool either. Like you got to put, as best as you can, put in these cars inside of your commercial property. You know what I mean? Like, to take up all the residential, and these are cars that this guy's just working on, eh, we're getting a little right. – yeah. I don't know the, I don't, I don't know the, the thing, situation there. The same thing was happening in Silver Lake, too. If the, it's not your driveway, park wherever you want. If it's somebody's driveway, you got to respect that everything else is – it's Thunderdome. Take, whatever, <laughs> take what you can get. I don't feel too Take your spot. It. Okay. Did you see that a Santa Barbara Chick-fil-A could be declared a public nuisance because of their long drive through lines? And I know by now that the two of you are not fond of working, or not not working, of waiting or standing in lines. So would you rather be stuck in line behind a ventriloquist impressionist <laughs> or four groomsmen that won't stop giving you the worst sports takes of all time? <laughs> okay. This one's easy for me. Go ahead, Slee. I'll take the worst sports takes of all time. It's kind of entertaining. It's kind of interesting to hear people when they're all over the place, right, where – Maybe they know 10% of what's going on, but they're talking loud enough and they're moving their hands to make it sound like to their friends that they're experts. This is what they do. They know exactly what's going on. I always find that kind of entertaining. I like kind of sitting back and listening to that. Okay. couple of things. Number talking one, you, I, <laughs> I know the Chick-fil-A you're talking about. It's about three blocks from my parents' house, and it is a public nuisance. The line, it's it's... It's a small little lot, and Slee, the line winds out onto a very busy street, and they take up an entire lane of people queued up to get fried chicken sandwiches. So it's a huge pain in the butt. So I get why people are upset. Number two, ventriloquists are so weird that I'm oddly intrigued by them, right? Like a bunch of drunk groomsmen, dude, Russ sucks. There's nothing I want to talk about less, nothing. Because I already know that he sucks. But this, the guy that's in front of me, no, that, that has a puppet, yeah, that has a puppet, was, that scares me a little bit. Right, but like, <laughs> so I, I'd, I'd want to pick his brain. Like I'd say, like, you two might get along, Trev. How, how, how did you get to the point in your life where you moving a, a puppet's mouth and drinking a glass of water and having it tell dirty jokes was your lane in life? Like, but then I want to know how we got to you here through the puppet. That's fine. Like, I don't that's, mind. That's... I prefer it actually. That's nerve-wracking to me. That makes me me anxious. I love weirdos. Okay, I don't like annoying people, but genuine weirdos are fascinating to me. And by definition, a ventriloquist person is is, is a weirdo, so I'd like to get to know that guy a little better. Not only would I not mind it, Taylor... I'm kind of interested in it. Uh, ventriloquists, call us, 877-710-ESPN. That is also nerve-wracking. <laughs>
What's next? One more? Okay. So it's St. Patty's Day, and you wouldn't know it based off the sad excuse for decorations that we kind of have around the studio. There's <laughs> one lonely green goblet in the bullpen that says lucky. That's about all there is. But it's obvious that St. Patty's isn't a big deal around here. So here's a question. If you had to fight one of the holiday mascots, who would you choose? Would you choose Santa, Easter Bunny, Cupid, New Year's Baby, Leprechaun, <laughs> Uncle Sam, a turkey? Um, it's uh, the Easter Bunny, right? I mean, I, 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 uh, Uncle Sam would take out anybody. Uncle Sam's tough. Why I'll, throw Sam- left hook. I'll throw a left hook at Santa. <laughs> Why would you want to beat up Santa? Santa's jolly. Know. He's cool. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't need the bunny running around with jelly beans. I don't, it really doesn't help me at all. It's not that interesting to me. Cupid brings love. Cupid has a bow and arrow. Yeah, Cupid does have a weapon. It's a good let's point. Back to, uh, let's get Santa back to reality here a little bit. It's not how life is, le- okay? Leprechauns have magic, so they could do some damage to yeah, you with their, with their magic. Them, but yeah. if you did take him out, you'd get his gold. That's kind of exciting. Don't they have gold, Slee? Is that what a, a leprechaun has? I think so. Yeah, I think so. So there you go. Santa has a whole entourage too. Plus, he's got animals that could help help him fight. Right? He's got he's got reindeer that's got horns and what not horns. What are they called? Antlers. There you <laughs> See, go. That's the thing. Yeah. No, Santa's a bad choice. So you don't want to mess with Santa. All right. We got some people on the line that want to talk a little. Hey, did you see as well? And Al, uh, I don't know what took place in Minnesota last night, but I kind of liked it at the same time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.